party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. Thursday, we're going to get off the rails. Hey, did you figure out how much caffeine is in this uh, nondescript drink that we're not going to talk about? 140 milligrams. Is that a lot? I think a cup of coffee is like 80. So, okay. You know, that's one of the things that people kept talking about um, with, with the myocarditis and the heart attacks and the died suddenly and all that stuff. People are like, well, yeah, but how many energy drinks are they... I don't mm. think we're in an epidemic of energy drinks here. Come here, Biscuit. Well, I mean, we've consumed, Americans have consumed energy drinks for a number of years. Yeah. So I mean, we've had a coffee addiction for, for quite some time. And uh, come here, Biscuit. I was going to give you an opportunity to say hi to everybody. Yeah. She doesn't want up here now once we start talking. Yeah. She's looking for a place to pee. It's she raining is. outside. And uh, she oh, just did not want to put her delicate little tootie close to the wet grass. And uh, she's got two-inch legs. Oh, boy. And so, yeah, she's going to go over there and find her little place to potty squatty. Yeah. Yeah. Just because it is pee-pee time does not mean it is poo time. But whenever it is poo time, it is always pee-pee time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, what are you going to do this weekend? Gosh. Sarah? I don't know. Big plans? Not really. No? I'm not going to go so. bust up a drag show mm-hmm. or anything? Well, if I was, I wouldn't be able to say it here. Yeah. I said to somebody the other day, I said, you know, um, I said, you never want Sarah Gonzalez off the leash. You never want that girl coming after you. Uh, and I was telling CJ, I was like, you know, because we were talking about something. And, and, and I said, you know, that's one of the things. If I ever turn Sarah Gonzalez loose mm-hmm. on somebody, mm-hmm. I said, this is a woman that puts on a, lit, on a wig and goes and exposes drag shows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said, mm-hmm. she ain't scared of she. I eat. No, I'm really not. No, you're not. And, uh, like, I try to give people the benefit of the doubt and try to give them an opportunity to redeem themselves. You're way nicer than me. Yeah, you're not that way. No, I, you're dead to me if you... Yeah, I, I always say, well, I'll, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll be gracious, gracious, gracious. I'll give you enough rope to kind of hang yourself. Mm-hmm. Sarah Gonzalez, not so much. No. Not so much. That's why I'm telling you, go to uh, AmericanBeautyBySarah.com <laughs> or else. <laughs> Or else. That's a great way to get customers. Yeah, you'll wake up and Sarah will be uh, <laughs> staring over you in your bed right there with a big butcher knife. Um, I'm going to Joplin, Missouri. Uh, hopefully the weather's going to cooperate. I think it's going to be just fine. I, I don't think it's going to be too cold. It's cold. It's, I don't think it's going to be so cold that it's going to mess anything up. But I think you, got, you guys are going to have a little snow and ice coming in there today. And um, we'll see. But anyway, tomorrow night, Friday night, we're going to be at the Roxy. Uh, they're in Joplin, and I maybe sold out, maybe sold out. I know that um, at the time of this taping, there were only like 20 tickets left. So wow. that's a good thing. That's a good thing. So grab some friends and come on. It's going to be a party for the Buck Wild Comedy Tour. If you're a soft-skinned, thin-skinned, if, you, uh, if you're an oyster without your shell, <laughs> you don't want to be there. You don't want to be there because we're going to root around inside of you. Oh. <laughs> oh, some people are like sign me the f up <laughs> um and then i'm going to fort wayne indiana it's gonna be a good time that's gonna be cold Wait, this is the frozen over tour is what we're calling this thing <laughs> um well hey and, you know what i mean even in texas it's been pretty cold this week yeah it's been it's been chilly it's been i uh, pretty miserable yeah then i'm gonna be in waco get tickets for waco on on the 10th of february I don't know how well that show's been promoted. Uh, February 10th, going to be a Waco at the Hippodrome. I've, I love doing the Hippodrome Theater. Uh, then we're going to be at the Mule Barn, Justin, Texas. Then we're doing another iteration of the Buckwild Comedy Tour. The boys were going to be in Tomball, Texas, District 249. 
And then uh, we're going to be two nights in Birmingham, Alabama, the Stardome, which is a great comedy club. We're going to do one show Friday night, two shows Saturday night. And then uh, Jesse Payton and I on March 2nd, San Antonio at Sam's Burger Barn. I don't know if you know, but that's a pretty cool venue down there in San Antonio. Then we're uh, back in Granbury. We're going to be in Cleveland, Texas. Then we're heading over in March. We're going to be Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And then we got a couple of dates in Georgia. Tons of stuff going on. What you talking about, Biscuit? What you talking about, Biscuit? Your you guard, getting excited? Your guard dog over here. Do you know that I, I read something that dachshunds are like the number two most fearless dogs. Is that because their brains are so small? And they're crammed into a skull <laughs> that's way too small for the brains. Oh, okay. Right. And okay. they were just bred to be fearless. They go down in a hole, they grab whatever, and they fight it, and they drag it back out of the hole. So they're just, she's really fearless. Well, you know, speaking of bringing dogs on set, um, I recall a time when my, I had a different set, right? My, my original yeah. set. And Glenn was on my show, and he had his, one of his German Shepherds. Um, who are, I mean, they're like guard dogs, right. right? And he had one of his German Shepherds on set with us. And boy, there was a moment where I thought that that German Shepherd was going to attack uh, one of our camera guys. Really? Who obviously was operating the camera and had to like move close. The oh, steady cam was coming in. Oh, uh, he got up very slowly and was staring at that cameraman. And I was like, well, we're about to watch a... Here we go. It's yeah, going to be a blood a killing fest. killing take place. Yeah. It's going to be a blood fest. Um, I love my dogs. I not as my... not as worried about Biscuit, though. I'd like to, I, kinda, I think I'd like... I'm, I might have to get another dachshund, though. There's good dogs. They, good dogs. They are really good dogs. But, you know, like I, I, every now and then I'll make the videos. I'll make the reels where, like, I'll put her in my little canvas bag and I'll carry her in. I'll say, you know... And I always say, well, when the hotel doesn't allow pets and everybody gets all up in arms because they're like, how dare you bring a dog into a place that doesn't allow pets? Some of us have allergies. It's like... Guys, 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 it's social media. It's a joke. Right. It's a joke. Like, I posted a picture the other day of me filtered. You know, like, I put a filter on the thing. And I was like, you know what? When you, I got, I got more wrinkles and I got more gray in there. And, and you know what you do? That age and wisdom has taught me that you cover that shit up and filter it. Right. <laughs> People are like, you should never, men should never. Uh, easy. It's a joke. It's a joke. Everyone on social media is very serious. Well, the thing about social media is this, okay? And you have to remember that not everybody is cut out to interact with others that aren't like them. Right, yeah. Social media thrusts us into this one big melting pot of different opinions, different personalities, senses of humor, all these things. And, And some people just aren't wired the way you're wired and vice versa. And you think that everybody's supposed to think the same way. It's supposed to be some big homogenized thing. And there's zero grace, yeah. none, zero grace. You know, there's people who comment on there. It's like, they, we hate you. We can't. And I'm like, I literally wished you a happy Tuesday, <laughs> you know? Yeah, but you're so fake and you're full of grift and, and I'm not wrong. And I'm like, you don't know me. You have no idea. What are you even talking about? You have a weird psychosis that you wake up and you feel motivated to go attack people you don't know online. And you do it every day. Mm-hmm. And that's weird to me. It is very weird. It's an odd hobby. I don't hate follow anyone. I can I can just no. clear that up. There are many people who hate follow me and I know you. It's like, yeah. why do you want to just spend your time perpetually angry? Like on Twitter, I will make a joke and respond to a Joe Biden tweet, which is interesting to me because I don't follow Joe Biden. 
Mm-hmm. I don't follow the POTUS account, but it know. always shows me his deals. Mm-hmm. And it says Joe Biden, United States government official. And then it will have, I don't know who's writing the tweet for Joe, but he's not writing it. Oh, no. It's very polished. It's very, this is what the Biden administration is doing in America. And this, we've now seen this and this and this. And it's like, bro, mm-hmm. somebody please turn the Twitter button over to Joe so we can get some entertainment out of that <laughs> thing. But they never did that with Trump. They never did that with Trump. Oh, Donald Trump ran his own Twitter account. But but not only that, they never, Twitter never threw that out mm. there. Like, it, it didn't show up in my timeline. Well, no, that's because they banned him from existing on Twitter well, at all. I mean, but back when he was on yeah. Twitter, they didn't do it. Now, Joe Biden, I don't follow him, but they still throw that at me. And mm-hmm. I'm like, what's up with this? Like, what? Now, I will comment on that, but I don't go out and search for people. Right to social media hate on right i don't i don't do that like i'm not out there trolling ashley judd or um rob reiner or any of those idiots right you know i'm not following joy behar or Whoopi to see what i can come up with i just don't do it right so, like i'm a grown-up i, I have better it. things to do i don't get it either so i'm just saying folks ease up on some of the drama that's out there all right uh i want to talk about that in the overtime this week i'm actually i want to talk about um drama Oh. Other people's drama. Oh. So if you're not subscribed to Blaze TV, subscribe to blazetv.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad and save. Um, I've been trying to give you kind of just a little 10-minute snippets of uh, ways that I think you make your life a little bit better. A little bit, a little bit better. And uh, other people's drama. I want to talk about that. What a what could we discuss? Oh, boy. Yeah. Anyway, um... Uh, so let's go back. I want to talk about this on Monday. Did you watch uh, Lynette Hardaway, Diamond's funeral? Did you watch any of that? I saw some clips on yeah, social media. The so, mm-hmm. so Diamond and Silk, of course, uh, you know, I did several events with them. They were always sweet and gracious. They gave me bobbleheads. Um, <laughs> oh, by the way, boys, I'm getting bobbleheads made. I don't know if we can. I don't know if we can uh, sell two hundred Chad Brather bobbleheads. You can, but we're gonna we're getting the bobbleheads made. Um, hopefully, it doesn't say "Made in China" right across the forehead. <laughs> Trying to avoid that, you know. Um, <laughs> it's a joke, people. Once again, again it's a joke. It's a joke. Ah, sweet mercy, merciful Lord. Uh, but we're getting the bobbleheads made. And but anyway, you know, Lynette passed away. We don't necessarily know what. I mean, it sounded to me just watching the funeral. It sounded like a heart attack. Mm-hmm. It sounded like a cardiac episode. All right. right, we're seeing way too many of these things. Uh, people immediately question was she vaccinated? They're not saying. Mm-hmm. They're not saying. Now she was, she was not anti-vax. She was very obviously very pro-Trump. Right. And anything Donald Trump said was gospel. Uh, but she was pro-vaccine choice. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, she was very much. She was against mandates. She was pro-vaccine, but she was against. And she was anti-mandates. That was very clear. And so uh, Silk spoke at the funeral. And uh, let's play that clip. As soon as Diamond hung up the phone, she said to me, I can't breathe. It was suddenly out of nowhere and no warning. I got her to the kitchen table, opened up the back door, so that she can get some air. And each breath was less and less 
and less until her eyes became a stare. They said, do CPR, and it was one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. So what I wanna say to everybody is don't you dare call me a conspiracy theorist because I saw it happen. I saw how it happened. I was there when it happened and it happened suddenly. I want America to wake up and pay attention. Something ain't right. It's time to investigate what's really going on here and get some answers to why are people falling dead suddenly. All right. So if you, you know, the takeaway from that is, is you ask yourself what she's saying. Is she saying she was vaccinated and, and it was a died suddenly type event or was it a vaccine shedding type thing that Sounded a lot like, of people have speculated on? To me, it seemed like she was alluding to the, the vaccine itself, yeah. but she didn't really yeah. say she yeah. did use the term, you know, dropped dead suddenly or whatever she said. But I felt like using that term suddenly was intentional. Yeah. So. I don't know. It's disconcerting. And again, I don't want to politicize anybody's death in regards to that. You know, a lot of times on, on the blaze.com, we'll, we'll share things. If you look at my Facebook page, my blaze controlled Facebook page, which is the watch Chad Prather page. We have a lot of stuff. We put up there. We say, okay, this person passed at 37. This person passed at 40. This person passed at 50, 55. And a lot of people get mad. They're like, you, you share this stuff way too much. This is just nonstop. That's all you talk about is is you know this died suddenly thing we you're just all doom and gloom now well i'm kind of hoping that you'll kind of take a look at things and say because at what point in time are we allowed to ask the questions right. right at what point in time can we say hey maybe this thing ain't so good yeah here and i mean not just not so good like we kind of knew that and didn't trust it so we didn't take it but a lot of people did trust some people that uh you know some voices that were counseling them to do it and they took it and maybe the results ain't so good mm -hmm. so uh i think if it's a life or death episode we might ought to consider it you know now am i saying that this is epidemic at this point no i don't think so but if it's it's we're certainly talking about it now I, we weren't talking about this two years ago right well and i mean you know they the left would well at least they used to say if it saves one life yeah so that's I, exactly right shut down the entire economy right. uh the our entire way of living over what it ended up being 0.03 percent exactly. chance that you might die from something so i mean i would exactly say probably we should look into it and and you start talking about people who did die with covid they they had comorbidities they had hypertension they were overweight they, they also had diabetes they also again were not giving early treatment right they were not giving early treatment. They would not let doctors treat patients with what doctors saw was working. Yeah. They, I mean, they contributed to these deaths. I think you could say the medical community killed these people rather than their comorbidities at this point. Well, and, and you're looking at people who are having these myocarditis events, cardiac events, and you look at them and what's the, what's the thing? It's like, well, a lot of these people look very, very healthy. Right. You know? And then all of a sudden you don't answer any questions. And these are celebrities. It's happening, but it ain't happening to any government officials, which is interesting to me. Hmm, that is interesting. No, 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 congressmen or women are having any of these things. So what's the deal, Jack? <laughs> oh, I don't even know where we are. Where am I? Where am I? Hey.
Guys, I don't have to tell you that the institutions we used to trust in this country are falling apart, and they all have some classified documents in the closet, too. Uh, We all know it. Everybody uh, also knows that we need to start preparing, but many people put it off because they think they have time. Now, if that's you, then listen up. My Patriot Supply is offering a new lower price on their popular three-month emergency food kit. This food is what you need to have on hand in the coming months. When supply chains break down and all you have is a week's worth of food in your pantry, you're going to wish you grabbed this food ahead of time, so grab it right this minute minute save two hundred dollars on each kit you need go to mypatriotsupply.com right now get this discount each kit's going to come with delicious breakfast lunch dinners drinks snacks be sure to get at least one kit per person in your family go to mypatriotsupply.com save the two hundred dollars act now you will not regret it mypatriotsupply.com we'll be right back You caught me taking a drink of caffeine. If only they could count you down so that you would know that the cameras were about to roll. Oh, no, no. I want you part of my life. I want you in here with me. That's right. The puppet master. The puppet master, Mark. Let's love Brandon. Which, by the way, for those who don't realize, they did count him down. They do. He just chose to continue drinking. I wait till Mark goes five, four, and then I'd start drinking. He starts... Look at He's... Finishes up his text message, also starts drinking, all at the last minute. Yeah. Look at her baby. No, Biscuit. Don't you lick me. Don't you lick me. She does have really stinky breath. You, well, that's, that's, that's characteristic of the breed. Is it really? Yeah, dachshunds have stinky breath. Why? Well, they eat their ass. <laughs> but how is that different from other dogs? They got stinky asses. That's also <laughs> characteristic of the breed. Oh. You got the stanky ass. You got those anal gland problems. You want me to express your anal gland? Ugh. Don't you put it up here. Yeah. Oh, that's a (laughs) nasty breath right there, girl. Lord, I might let you go run off. Um, (laughs) uh, Hey, can we play the... We did it on your show, and I've I've just have... All week long, I've not been able to get it out of my head, and that's at the World Economic Forum... (laughs) That song. Yeah. Can y'all play it, please? <laughs> like a flower or tree. I'll throw my head back and see, 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 What the fresh hell is that? <laughs> I've seen air guitar, but I've never seen air flute. Oh, <laughs> uh, Mr. Ron Jeremy, you play a jazz flute. Did she get it with a bird call at the end there, too? Yeah, she was yeah. solid on that. I felt like I was listening to the Beatles' White Album. <laughs> yeah, that, that was good. <laughs> Blackbird singing in the dead of night. Now the Beatle purists will tell me that that was not the White Album. <laughs> performing that for was the, Abbey Road. Performing for the same people, by the way, who want you to eat bugs. Just like to point that out. I mean, hey, the elites, it, listen, if that's their taste in music, I don't want to be a billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be a billionaire! 
If that's what I got to do, if I got to fly in there and and get a high dollar prostitute after I get off my private jet and listen to that shit, which makes me wonder, you know, because they went the pro the prostitution went through the roof. They were flying pr- the yeah. pros in from all over the world. I was about to say they weren't they were not cheap hookers either. I read an article that the average cost of one of these fine ladies was uh twenty five hundred dollars an hour. Twenty five hundred bucks an hour. Sure. And I don't know why you'd want one for more than an hour. I don't know why you'd want one for more than about 30 seconds, but... Uh, <laughs> Maybe they do it prorated. Three minutes tops. I'm thinking you don't get a discount for Speedy. You don't think? No. <laughs> okay. I don't think you do. Um, but $2,500 an hour hooker, which I mean, pow, pow, pow. You don't know how many how many global elites, elites she's had in her today. You, you don't know how many cabal members can one hooker in Davos handle. You Remind they- me of that. I'm going to tweet that at the break. Uh, <laughs> You think they got recommends from Hunter to get like to the to the World Economic Forum? Did he write him like a, a letter of uh, recommendation? <laughs> he does know prostitutes better than most of our uh, government. Well, officials. he was doing ten thousand dollar hook, hookers. Yeah, which I think he probably had them all night. I don't know. I mean, he wasn't in a hurry. He, I mean, we showed pictures of him cuddle. shaving his butthole using a selfie stick <laughs> mm-hmm. with his camera on the end of it, shaving his giblets. We showed that video. Um, he wasn't. He was having full blown conversations with these hookers. I just want to thank you for reminding me that that video existed. It's out there because I had already put that in like the Oof. blackout part of my brain, so I Oof. didn't have to ever remember that. Yeah, thank you very much. You're welcome. Ah, anyway, the, um, did you just burp? Yeah, the. Uh, <laughs> I want y'all to be here with me. I just be in my moment. No, I, I'm. What were we talking about, Davos? So. You get off the plane, you get you a high dollar hooker, mm-hmm. get you a massage, mm-hmm. and then you go in, you listen to the concert. Ooh, 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 ooh. Play it again. Play it again. Oh, no. Play it again. I can't Please get don't. enough. Ooh, ooh, You know, maybe that adrenochrome is some pretty good stuff. I don't know. Well, you're getting, she's high on it. Yeah, they're having a good time. You know, you can push that dog down. <laughs> You can literally just push her off of you. Never. She weighs eight pounds. Biscuit's wondering what the hell I'm doing. I know. And those people just clapping for it. Can you imagine having, you know, hey, we're playing at Davos next week. We need to get together and rehearse. Okay. Uh, um, yeah, how much do you think she got paid to do that? Yeah, see, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm the wrong gig. Yeah, no kidding. I go to Joplin, Missouri. I might not get paid anything. <laughs> Wait, what? That's a damn lie. Sounds like a bad business model. I don't know. Um, the uh, uh, we played. I wanted. We played this on Monday too. We played this on your show on Monday. And uh, quit with the dog, Sarah. Quit with the dog. What is it about women? They always want to get the dogs riled up. Uh, she started biting me first. And you let her do it. And yeah, then you play back. Because I love her. And then you get her in a little deal. I don't care if you love her or not. See? Now you got her biting. I'm not Women allowed to touch you, Biscuit. Women have a problem with this. 
Anytime you have women over to the house, man, they start getting your dog all riled up. And I've had a lot of women over to the house. <laughs> <laughs> they like to come play with my wiener dog. Um, uh, Nancy Pelosi, man, they, they uh, CNN confronted Nancy Pelosi on Biden versus the Trump documents that were found. And uh, Nancy had this to say. Here's what you had to say about Donald Trump and his problems this summer. Take a look. If the uh, nature hammered of this uh, hammered of these documents is what appears to be, this is very serious. A very serious. Do you think that classified documents showing up in Joe Biden's office home? Six years after he was vice president. Do you think that's also very serious? Well, it depends on the nature of the documents. What I said <laughs> as you were listening was if the nature if of listening. these documents is what it appears to be. We don't know. If you were listening to me, <laughs> if, you were just, if you were listening to me. Yeah, what is that with the hands? Uh, if you were listening to me. <laughs> Uh, you, is, uh, her eyebrows really are almost all the way up to her hairline. That's why I want to see her nipples. Because there's no way that doctor put them in the right place. <laughs> Just based on the fact that the eyebrows are in the wrong spot, there's no way them titties. And those are fake titties. Right. There's no way Nancy's titties are in the right spot. Well, now you've got me curious. Yeah, I'm going to have to see. Does she have two, <laughs> two sets of eyebrows going on in that picture? She's got them going, brother. Put it back up. Look at that. Oh, like that's the, the one shadow right of eyes, evil that's, right there. Our eyelid, is that supposed to be an eyebrow? Yeah, I don't know. No, it's just a bad Is that just what just really when you dark hammered? facelift? That's, that's what late nights will do. What if David DePap? What if David DePap was really on a mission to plant classified documents in the Pelosi home <laughs> <laughs> and encountered encountered Paul Pelosi. Paul Pelosi. And Paul was like, uh, what if? What are you doing here? Wait. <laughs> so does he know? So he doesn't know Paul Pelosi prior to this. Yeah, no, he was there to get some butt. <laughs> <laughs> that was gay sex gone wrong. That was definitely gay sex gone wrong, which is why I would like to remind everyone we still don't have any of the body cam footage. Not a damn bit of it. Uh, that, and, uh, that, that exists, and they won't give it to they us. They won't do it. You've requested it. I have personally you've, you've requested put a it. You out. Um, and, and the thing about all of that stuff is, is, I mean, well, they swept it under the rug quick. Mm -hmm. They didn't want to talk about none of that. Well, NBC had to retract their reports. Yeah. They changed the story. The officer said that something happened that all of a sudden they were like, oh, never mind. We were wrong. That thing that we were really sure about yeah. actually didn't happen. Oh, and that guy who told that story, he's fired. In fact, we've <laughs> never heard from him since. Right. Uh, <laughs> he's in the San Francisco Bay. <laughs> um, I put out, you know, I do that stand up bit about Paul Pelosi and what is a radical nudist. And so I put a clip on a reel on Facebook. They completely throttle that. Because I say, you know, what, what happened to that Paul Pelosi story? They've got the algorithm set so that if you mention that dude by name, wow. they immediately throttle it down. I did, the, I did the song. I put it on, over on TikTok, which I hate TikTok, yeah. 
But here's the thing. You say, we got to get rid of TikTok. Now, if you've ever had TikTok on your device until you get a new device, it doesn't matter. You can delete the app. Really? Yes. It's in there. It's embedded. Oh, that's terrifying. That's in the fine print. Joe Rogan read the fine print of the agreement for TikTok. Uh-huh. If, you've, if you've ever... Get them, Biscuit. Go get them, Biscuit. She's tough. <laughs> she just bows up like, what the... F-? And so... Uh, <laughs> If you've ever had TikTok on your device, until you get a new device, it, it's, it's embedded. It's there. Even if you, what about if you, isn't there an option nope. to just completely reboot and like delete everything and start nope. over? It's on your device. Wow. That's terrifying. Bleach bit. Um, but if, if I put that, my song, um, The Ballad of San Francisco, Paul, yeah. have you ever been hammered? Yeah. And I don't mention Paul Pelosi in that song. Right. I mention the word Paul. They took that down. They censored that song on TikTok. Wow. I don't say anything bad about anybody in that thing. I say this is about nobody in particular. I put that video up there. They totally censored the deal. And they muted it. They took it down. They said this is hate speech. No. Yeah. They deleted They deleted the thing. And they said it's hate speech. Hate speech. Oh. The left must have gotten hold of it and reported it. <laughs> if you listen to what I said. If you listen to what you heard me say. China, China. You do that good with your hand. You're like, eh, eh, eh. It's like a Skeletor hand. That rheumatoid starting to kick in. <laughs> uh, listen, take care of your liver. Do it now. You got to start right now. And uh, the latest data from the American Heart Association indicates that adults with a fatty liver were three and a half times more likely to have heart failure than those without. The American Liver Foundation says 100 million Americans have a fatty liver, which means many people are at risk. Now, we throw everything at our livers, cholesterol, alcohol, toxins, Tylenol, statins, cigarettes. That's why so many of us have a sluggish, fatty liver that makes us gain weight and lose energy. Now, now for decades, your liver has helped you with over, you know, 500 key functions every day, and now it's time to help your liver. There's a solution, liver health formula. All-natural supplement, which contains 12 clinically proven botanicals that help recharge and protect your liver. Manufactured right here in the USA, approved by American doctors, you can try Liver Health Formula and receive five free gifts when you order today. First, you're going to receive a free bottle of nano-powered omega-3 to help your heart stay healthy. You're going to get free uh, four free ebooks to support every aspect of your health. And I want you to try Liver Health Formula by going to getliverhelp.com slash Chad. Claim your five free bonus gifts. That's getliverhelp.com slash Chad. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back, folks. It is that time where I must wax eloquent. Ladies and gentlemen, the great Andrew Breitbart once said, politics is downstream from culture. It's a truism which has so often been repeated. It's gained a kind of legendary quote status, especially among those of us on the conservative side of things. The upshot of it, of course, is that if you want to fix what's wrong with politics, you got to move upstream and fix the culture that's feeding into it first. And sometimes that means you've got to find whoever's taking a dump in the stream and convince them to stop doing that. Now, we blame our politicians a lot, and some of it deservedly so, but the truth of the matter is that in the political arena, we're getting what we're due because things are such a mess in the cultural arena and whence all from whence all else comes. Now, 
The institutional head of culture sans the political world is, of course, the world of academia. And seldom in the history of mankind has there been a broader and more educated array of asses sticking out the backs of graduation gowns, collectively making dookie for everybody downstream to partake of and swim around in. By the way, by way of example, take California District Administrator Samia Showman, who oversees the curriculum for San Mateo Union High School. She's on record as saying that, quote, privileged white voices shouldn't have an influence on the ethnic studies curriculum in the school. Mm. Indeed, Mrs. Showman or Miss Showman, I don't know, suggests that the school board, quote, not give in to the pressures and influences of political lobbyists, racists and privileged white voices and individuals, end quote. Now. None of this is anything new to me or thee. The left doesn't even try to hide the ball when it comes to the stratification of group subdivisions and the dissemination of ideology. It's all about the power, baby. And the first thing you learn about grabbing and maintaining power is that you have to do so on the backs of a polarized people. So better to keep people on their toes and ready to fight. Better to move the goalposts every chance you get. Better to make sure, for instance, that people of white privilege not only don't have any influence on the curriculum you're pulling straight out of your ass, but to make sure that they know they're being excluded. Vengeance is mine, saith the woke, and there's always an awful lot of revenging to be done. Because remember, the witch hunt mentality isn't a means to an end. It is the end. Most of the academic types who fit this profile long ago surrendered not only to the soft bigotry of low expectations, but also to the assumption of overweening moral authority. And if they are but a cog in a broader ideological machine, so much the better, because they get to participate in the eternal struggle for power. John Milton put the phrase on Satan's lips, better to rule in hell than to serve in heaven. Now, I'm not calling those woke shitheels devils, but I am saying that John Milton would have understood them. Uh, do you feel white privilege? Because you're a very fair-skinned Mexican. I'm not white. Well. I, I am told that I'm white passing, so that is why I don't. That's a phrase? Yes, that's white. what they tell me. Right. I'm white passing, therefore I don't understand. So you can pass as white. Yes, so therefore I don't understand the struggles that people of color have. This is why I wrote a book called Am I Crazy? An unapologetic patriot takes on the insanity of today's woke world. Now, uh, this book, I, 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 you go back to the, uh, uh, you, you go back to the, the audio book of this. I love the audio book. You can get it where that's offered, and I encourage you to go get it. Listen to it. I, I like the audio book better than the the actual written deal of this book. And it is you. It is me. Reading the audiobook. And uh, there's a really, really good endorsement of this book. Uh, it says, Am I crazy as a breath of fresh air in a time when everyone else is too afraid to speak the truth? Who knew a redneck could be so insightful? That is uh, white passing Sarah Gonzalez. <laughs> Host, Blaze TV's The News and White Matters. Um, wow. Dave Rubin said, brings a much-needed common-sense sanity to the political landscape. I unapologetically endorse this patriot. Glenn Beck said, Chad is a verbal canon with common sense. He calls things as they are and sees the serious issues with a humorous slant. Regardless of what side you stand on, he shines a spotlight on the cultural condition and helps us remember that we are all just humble human beings navigating the journey called life. How much did you pay him to write that? Oh, I wrote it, and he approved it. <laughs> That's the way that works. Uh, Dinesh D'Souza said, This book is a classic Chad Prather, which is to say insightful, manly, funny, absolute must-read. I'm pretty sure Debbie D'Souza wrote that when she referred to me as manly. Manly. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think that's something Dinesh would. But uh, either way. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Dinesh. You know that Chad Prather? He's, He's so manly. manly. 
ridiculously manly. Man. Uh, pretty sure Debbie wrote that. Debbie loves me. Um, Who doesn't? Yeah. And whoever works for Charlie Cook, Kirk wrote, uh, <laughs> read this book and be consoled in knowing these, these woke radicals have provided Chad with a ton of fodder for some amazing jokes. Um, yeah. So I like it. It's a good book. It is a good book. And I encourage people to go get it. Um, I don't think I make any money off of it, but I want you to get it. Because that the monologue that I just gave you right there about this woke nonsense, like this is what we unpack in this book. That's mm-hmm. what we unpack, this just crazy world we're living in. Um, and I really need to write a follow-up to this whole thing. No kidding. Yeah. It's only gotten crazier since I'm working on my it. masterpiece, Sarah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what that means. I got some things in my head. Well, you say I'm working on my masterpiece, and I don't know if that means, are you talking about the book? Are you talking about the actual art that you paint? Are you talking about the songs that you write? Are you talking about any of the many things that you do? I never know what you're talking about. Me either. <laughs> Me either. Um, if what you are you would doing go, to that pole? If you go to where, uh, I'm, I'm working on my masterpiece. <laughs> oh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> You tugged it too hard, Chad. Ah, that's you what happens. You can't tug it too it hard. popped right off. <laughs> <laughs> that answer your question? Yep. <laughs> no further questions, Your Honor. <laughs> oh, boy. Howdy. Off the rails, I tell you. What else? Um, the... Uh, uh, play, play, you know, Kamala Harris. Let's go back to that little uh, soft shell uh, gift that keeps on giving. Kamala Harris, she had something to say for the GOP, said uh, on abortion bans. Play that clip. Republicans in Congress are now calling for a nationwide abortion ban. Some even from the moment of conception. The right of every woman in every state in this country to make decisions about her own body is on the line. And I've said it before and I will say it again. How dare they? How dare they? How dare they? How dare they? Vocal audience. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Kamala. You know she does that thing where Everything that she says, she overemphasizes. Yeah. And she thinks that if, if, if she just talks like this, it makes it sound important, and it really doesn't. No, it really doesn't. Um, she had this to say on the water and climate crisis. Play that. The climate crisis presents exactly what we've experienced here in California. We're going to have days, and sometimes there will be days of immense water, of rain, of storms, <laughs> of flooding. And at the same time, we are a state that has experienced for generations drought. And we must therefore understand that the issues that are present in the climate crisis are varied. And it requires us to be present and to be in front of each of the iterations and variations that include extreme weather that produces a lot of water and extreme weather that produces drought. I, um, we got to be in front of the weather. Mm-hmm. Well, we have to be present. Weather. It's important to remember to we be present. We must be present mm-hmm. and we must get out in front. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it was raining yesterday. 
I woke up, it was raining. It could and be I raining. Feel like, I feel like I I failed because I was asleep when it started mm-hmm. raining, and it was a lot of water, mm-hmm. and I wasn't present, mm-hmm. and I didn't get out in front of it. When it was raining, storming, yeah. flooding. And tomorrow there may be a drought. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's going to happen. I just want to get out in front of it mm-hmm. and be present. Mm-hmm. So whatever iteration. I think chat GPT could write a better speech than Kamala can just give <laughs> as a regular human being. Uh, yeah. Okay. We'll be right back. <laughs> uh, when you counted me in that time, Mark, I was, uh, I sneezed. <laughs> I can't get it together, man. I just can't get it together. Here, look at Biscuit, just chilling, scratching. Got to get her some medicine. She's done got the itch. People like, oh, she's got fleas. She doesn't have fleas, I promise you. Biscuit, quit scratching. Quit scratching. Does that feel good? Do you like that, huh? Come over here. Jump up here. Come on. Yeah, a girl. So uh, I want to hear what your conspiracy theories are. I, w- I want to hear. I want you to go to over to where podcasts are offered. Go to the uh, Apple Podcast app or wherever you get it, you know, and go to where you can leave a rating and review and I want you to give us a five-star rating because we deserve it. And I want you to leave a review. And in that review, I want you to tell me what your what your conspiracy theory is. I want you to tell me what you think is going on in the world. It doesn't have to be any topic that we're talking about. It could be something that, you know, something else that's going on that, that we're not even thinking about. And uh, I want to check those out. We'll read some reviews on here and, and we'll maybe we'll discuss your conspiracy theory and see what's happening. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but we're in a poly crisis uh, of course we are. Uh, the World Economic Forum director had this to say. Play the clip. Maybe. What is a polycrisis and how and when could it happen? We're actually in the midst of one at the moment. We have an energy crisis and food crisis um, and economic downturn that are all happening at the same time. It's the set of concurrent cascading risks that happen at the same time. So that's where we are today. That's 2023. What we're seeing, though, is that in the two-year time frame and the 10-year time frame, we're at a risk of more of these polycrises unfolding. Two years out, there's still a concern among the experts that we surveyed that cost of living is going to be number one, but at the same time, a big risk of natural disasters. Ten years out, it's all about climate. Well, we have a poly crisis and all these different crises because we have all these talking heads telling us that we have all these problems. You put me alone out in the middle of 500 acres in a log cabin, and I promise you, I ain't got no crisis. I'll be completely fine, you know? Every now and then I'll go into town and get some supplies or I'll grow my supplies, whatever. But I, I'm just telling you, I, these people keep telling you you got a problem. So obviously, they they get you knee deep in fear i mean you can't control eggs you can't control you know you can't afford eggs you can't afford fuel you can't do anything to you know take care of yourself anymore they put you dependent upon them in so many ways and at the same time you know they they come out with these uh shortages i mean look at look at bill gates bill gates owns more uh you know sowable land you know ag land farming land than anybody else, I think, in the United States. He owns all the land. And uh, he's one one eating, you know, synthetic beef. And, and uh, you know, they, they like I said, now you can't get chickens, can't get eggs. 
And uh, it's bad, dude. I mean, it's bad. So they're, they're creating a, to their term, a poly crisis. And, and whether you know about it or not, they're going to keep creating these things. There's however many billion, eight, eight billion people on the planet. And as long as you got people, you're going to have problems. And so they're going to keep on just piling this stuff on. Uh, so anyway, um, I, I'll tell you, you guys, you guys, good luck. That's all I'm going to tell you. I'm going to be in the middle of my 500 acres. And as soon as I buy it from somebody, because um, I don't have it yet. Uh, J.K. Rowling, you know, she's the author of uh, all the Harry Potter stuff. And uh, they hate her because she's come out against the whole trans thing and uh, consistently, uh, consistently just spoken out against that in defense of specifically women. Uh, she was criticized on Sunday uh, or, she, or she criticized Scottish politicians for issuing groveling apologies after they participated in demonstrations in which at least one person had uh, a decapitate TERF turfs sign and a strange new form of temporary blindness has broken out among Scottish politicians. She tweeted, none of them could read placards calling for violence against women while standing inches away from them. Yet they were instantly cured when photos of them posing with the signs hit the press in response. Trans activist India, Willoughby uh, claimed the decapitate turfs signs did not exist and said that Rowling does not represent women. Then Willoughby took a direct shot at Rowling. She said, I'm more of a woman than J.K. Rowling will ever be. Um, Willoughby's claim that was, a you know, that as a biological male, Willoughby is more of a woman than Rowling, who is a biological woman, quickly caught the Harry Potter author's attention. Rowling responded with just two words. She said, citation needed. <laughs> I'd say that shuts it all down. Um, so uh, that got 140,000 likes, more than 16 million views by Monday afternoon. So, uh, you know, again, it doesn't matter. When logic and common sense are thrown out the window, you can reinterpret and create definitions for for everything out there. Uh, and if it's a your truth, my truth kind of culture and there's not an, an absolute objective truth, then who knows? So the, uh, uh, yeah, so the, uh, we'll see what happens. I, there's so many people under attack out there. I just want to tell jokes and have a good time with people. And that's what we're going to be doing. Uh, I'm excited about what's coming up. And I'm excited about uh, 2023, no matter how big the poly crisis gets, okay? If you'll stick with me, I promise you, we'll make it through together. Y'all hang tight. We'll be right back. So Jordan Peterson, the, the you know, the the uh, Canadian psychologist that everybody loves to hate these days. Uh, he said, over my dead body, said he was fooled into the COVID-19 vaccination, said it won't happen again amidst, amid uh, status calls for more boosters. More boosters, more boosters, more boosters. And, uh, yeah, so he got a lot of backlash in 2021 when he tweeted that he was off to be vaccinated today. Despite having COVID last May, my antibody levels appeared insufficient to prevent reinfection. Hope Ontario opens soon. He caught a lot of crap over that. And um, so he uh, caught a lot of crap. He said he won't ever do that again. And uh, they're calling for all more and more boosters. He said no dice on that thing. So uh, anyway, they love to hate on that guy. Hey, come love to hate on us too in Joplin, Missouri this weekend. We're going to be uh, weather permitting. <laughs> We're going to fight through the sleet and the, the, the rain and the 
ice and the snow. We're going to get there to the Roxy Entertainment Center, so uh, come hang out with us. But go to chatbraithairlive.com. We've got a lot of shows across the country coming up, and more shows are going to be added every single week. So make sure that you are getting out there and hanging out with us and uh, supporting live entertainment and have, just having a good time with like-minded individuals. That's the beauty about coming to our shows. Is, is this just a good time of getting together with folks that, that think like you, laugh like you, believe like you, and just have a good time? And uh, you never know what's going to happen. So um, don't miss out. Subscribe to blazetv.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad. We're going to be doing overtime. It'll be available tomorrow. And we'll see you there. We love you. Have a great weekend. God bless. Bye.